the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I am one half of your host. It is me. It is Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. Hope y'all niggas um, had a happy Thanksgiving, a.k.a. I hope you didn't get that auntie uh, that can't cook that made of potato salad. And as always, I'm joined by one of the most um, special people in my life and uh, my uh, friend in Ain't Shittery. Yes, it is me. It's your girl, Intense Desire, a.k.a. London's Mama, a.k.a. London. You just can't never let mommy have her shine, can Hey, <laughs> I saw some of the plates y'all was posted, a.k.a. You should have just went to Popeye's. <laughs> a.k.a. <But yeah>. <laughs> we back. Next yes. Episode. We are back. We are back on this uh, Friday uh, day after Thanksgiving that we we're recording this. Uh, we hope that you niggas uh, had a uh, happy Thanksgiving. We hope that you didn't fight uh, with your hotel cousin at Thanksgiving. We hope that you didn't fight with your uncle who uh, voted for Trump uh, and didn't tell nobody up until Thanksgiving. Uh, yes, London. And we hope we like we hope uh, you didn't have a struggle meal. But by, by, like Ken said, by the look of some of the plates, some of you niggas should have just went to Bojangles. I know them niggas was open. Uh, and yeah, we are back uh, for another re- week of reality uh, TV dragons. Um, j- just to uh, pay some bills right quick, you can find our podcast and our podcast network website, cspn.us. You can click that podcast tab and look at Ratchet Ramblings and listen to all of our episodes thus far. And if you like us and all of our other wonderful shows on the CSPN, you can go to keep that podcast free tab and shop with our sponsors. And every person you make with our sponsors through our website will give the head nigga in charge classic a little portion of the proceeds to keep the lights on and pay for bandwidth and keep all of our shows free. So you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like some um some stew beef. Yeah, let's uh let's let's go with that. That's the first thing I think of. And I think it sums up how it sounds quite nicely, because um pretty much anything country and dealing with food, you can uh, insert from my voice and that's how I sound. So yeah, don't yeah. don't pay that shit. Definitely sound like corn liquor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Probably some Hennessy made from scratch. Yeah. Uh, Dale Hennessy, some Genesee, when they be yeah, right. out of bread and fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I watch too much Lockup on MSNBC because those motherfuckers really be in there making liquor, making hooch out of <laughs> apple rinds and orange peels and shit. <laughs> And goddamn white bread. I know that shit get you drunk because that sounds like a deadly combination. Right. You know you ain't gonna have no liver after that shit. Hell no. They can drink out of garbage bags and shit. Shit rough. Stay out of jail. Stay out of, look, you goddamn inside's gonna be looking like a zombie from The Walking Dead. I'm telling you. Pretty much. Oh. Uh, like gonna be looking like a uh, looking like one looking like somebody after uh, 
that dragon from um Game of Thrones fry you up. I know, right? Fuck around, fuck around and be, fuck around and be looking like the Tarleys after they drove and burned them up. Yeah. Keep fucking around. Keep fucking around with them fuck arounds. Gonna fuck around, get hurt. Fuck around and your insides gonna look smoked. That's what it's gonna be. Uh, gonna look like some of them turkeys I seen on Twitter yesterday. Hey, it was one turkey that y'all kept retweeting. That, like, that, that, I thought that turkey looked like it had on a dominatrix cat suit. <laughs> I don't know whether to be sad or to bend over and get whipped. Hey, I, all right. <laughs> hey, for, when I first saw it, I was like, "Nigga, why y'all RTing on Flavor Flay? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, hey. he got a new show? Like, what is going on here? Like, I thought it was either Flavor Flay or the trash bag suit that Missy had on in the Superfly video. Then I can't stand no That type couldn't stand no moisture. They burnt that up. No basting. Hey, how long you got to leave a turkey in the oven for it to get like that? Like, I know the house had to be smoking. Nigga, ain't no house. Ain't no more house. Shit, terrible. Hey, you, you know Cat William was somewhere up in that house. Okay. Too far? All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's been a very dismal kind of week in reality TV. And so we gonna, we just going to jump right into the dry shows that didn't really give us much. I think uh, it's fitting that we start with uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, let's go ahead and <clears throat> get that, wrap that up. Uh, okay, Portia, you a terrible everything. Like, not only are you a terrible friend, like you was a terrible friend to Candy, a terrible friend to Shamia, you a terrible sister. Like, your I... sister literally is your assistant, your manager, your, your booking agent, your this, your that, your third. And you really told this woman that you was going to be 90% owner of y'all business ventures? Really? Really? Like, really? And then when her sister was like, I definitely feel like I should be getting far more than 10%. And you're going to say, well, it's my money on the line. Like, are you okay? No, the fuck you not okay. And what, like, what really fucked me up about it was, I could see if Portia intended to be very involved in this business. She literally... Is just putting the money up. She has no intention on actually running a business. She is planning. She was planning to leave all of that to her sister until her sister says something. Right. She thinks- she was talking about, I want to be able to come in from time to time and just see what's going on. Um, boo boo. That's not how businesses work. That's not how any of this shit works. When you when you want to be the owner, even the uh even the owners have to pay the CEOs, CFOs. All them people very, 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 very fucking well to make sure that their business is profitable and thriving. So thinking you're going to pay your uh, sister pennies on the dollar to build a successful business and brand for you, you are ridiculous. She really is. Like, I, that, that make no, like she must be on some Reaganomic shit. That's some Republican shit. Like, are you okay to your old sister? Like, what the, are you, you know the fuck you're not okay? And, then, and then, like, cussed her sister out when her sister spoke up for herself. Right. Right, like, like, well, don't do it no more. Then that's fine. We good. Like, that's your solution to somebody coming to you and saying, "Hey, although you're putting up the money, I'm gonna be doing pretty much all of the groundwork, all of the behind the scenes stuff. I feel like I should own a, a bigger percentage of this company since I'm gonna be putting my life into it. And yeah, yeah, a solution is well, fine. Just don't do it no more. Then, like, okay, I right. don't like people like that. Yeah, I don't, like- who 
feel like money trumps everything else because a lot of a lot for most situations in order to make money you have to give up your time mm-hmm. and that's just the thing so in my eyes time is equally as valuable as money because if you don't invest the right amount of time you usually don't make the money you looking to make right Portia, like she, she has, she, she got no business sense. She got no comp, no loyal sense. She got no common sense. Yeah, you know, she thought she was about to open up a salon and a hair extension store in thirty days. Right, right. Her, the guy told her, "Nah, you looking at more than nine months." She like nine months. Portia, you didn't even have a fucking location nailed down. You didn't even right. have no property for this man to see. Talking about nine months. I was hoping in like the next month, thirty days to ninety, like girl, girl. She, she, she's like, you know, Portia. Portia's whole personality is if, like, if if Meg from Family Guy tried to be a bad perfect, perfect description. No, yeah. literally, Portia is literally um, a dumb blonde in a beautiful black woman's body. Yes, yes, that is not a compliment. It just it it, it it on the one hand it makes you sad like how can you be this damn dumb but on the other hand it make you laugh because she this damn dumb but then the other half it just and then the other third it just infuriates you because goddamn you really this fucking dumb correct uh that's, that's how I feel about that so yeah. if we had to give somebody dingbat of the day I I think I would give it to Portia and yeah. I know I know y'all gonna be like uh did you forget Cat from Black Ink exists. No, no. However, we trust we have not trust. However, I feel like Portia is in a whole nother category of trifling when you're trying to stiff your own family, who has shown time and time again that they are reliable and that they could get done what you need to get done because your life is work moving really smoothly because of your sister being your assistant, your manager, your this, your right hand man. So to be trying to stiff her out of a situation where she could set herself up for financial stability and she has a kid and everything, you just kind of trash on another level. Yeah. Like, Kat, Kat is stiffing herself. Portia's stiffing yeah. family. It's yeah. a whole different breed of trash. Yeah, it is. It, it truly is. Truly, oh. truly, you truly trash. When, well, I say, why, when I put another T in front of the word trash, you know, I mean goddamn business. Like you stuttering with the shit. To the trash. You is truly tr- trash, Portia. Correct. You look uh, like Portia. You act like a Hugo. Uh, that's. That's enough. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> you didn't lie, but still, <laughs> too damn early. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sheree had a meltdown again. So, first of all, can we just point out, Sheree always had a dope body. I'm not going to take that from her. Matter of fact, Sheree looks really amazing for her age. But when I tell you, when I seen Sheree walk away in them goddamn sweatpants, I ain't know she had all that wagon she was dragging. I was like, ooh, I started talking like I was like I was from across the seas. Me lord. Oh, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand you, that's <laughs> But you didn't lie, cause good Google and Moogly. That Lord have mercy. Good Google and Moogly, that woman got a whole lot of booty. Lord have mercy, Jesus. That ass pull up before she do. Right. Ass so fat you see it from the front. 
Yeah, that's, look. That's an accurate description for Sheree. For real, that one, that's a, that's a lot of ass. Um, but Sheree's meltdown was justified. Let me just say that. <laughs> yeah. First of all, if I hire you to do a job, I expect you to do said job. I do not expect you to quit hours before said job is to be completed. Um, whoever that woman is that she hired to plan that party is truly trash. That's what we used to call this episode, truly trash. You know what? I'm with have it. A, have a field day because everybody yeah, be talking about truly trash. That woman was trash. She didn't have to do Sheree like that. And what Sheree was asking her to do was not unreasonable because that's what party, that's what event planners do. They make sure that they pick up the linen. They make sure that the cake arrived. They make sure that the person doing the music, the DJ, and arrive and make sure that the d- decorations are where they supposed to be, food supposed to be. That is your job as an event planner. And if one of your clients get on your ass because you dropping the ball, you don't just quit on them. Well, this energy not working with me. I quit. No, you finish the job that you fucking started, and then you 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 can decide that you never want to work with this person again. Correct. Yeah, so, the meltdown was justified. It's just getting to the point where Sheree, it's like you can always count for Sheree to have to have a meltdown per episode, but it was justified because she that that one was trash. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nene he, and Greg and this could be a heart attack, could be not. Um, first of all, I was just Greg first, looked like he got high blood pressure. I was about first of all, both both Nene and Greg are about the same age as Morgan Freeman. And you do with that information what you will. Yeah, but you know what? Even though Nene looks Nene got old features, she don't look bad, but she got old features. But you know Nene is significantly younger than Greg. Like yeah. Greg was Nene's sugar daddy and pretty much took her out the strip club. Since she was twenty, didn't she say? Yeah, like and I think it was before then. I think they started, they got official at 20, but shit, I think Greg was probably messing with Nene when she's like 18 or 19, if we want to be completely honest about the situation. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you know, that down here in Georgia, that shit, it ain't right, but you know. Folks, it's normal. Do, yeah, unfortunately. Normal, yeah, unfortunately. So I feel like, because uh, if, if Nene in her 40s, close to 50s, uh, Greg is well in his 60s, inching to 70. Yeah, put. I was finna say, cause first of all, you know that nigga old, cause he got the Forrest Whitaker glasses. Let me stop lying. I feel like Nene could be in her. Nene, if Nene in her forties, Cynthia is dogging her in the looks department. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cynthia looks. Cynthia is amazing for fifty. Yeah, Cynthia fine as shit. Nene, um, mm, mm, mm. Mm, I know she look old, huh, poo. <laughs> I think I think London is I think London is the listener's favorite part of the podcast. To be perfectly honest, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be because she just has such okay. great. Time. Yeah, Nene is forty nine, so she'd be fifty uh, this month. She wow. well, she'd be fifty in December, December thirteenth. Okay, huh. so okay, I take that back. She don't look bad to be fifty. I thought she was a little bit younger than forty nine, but either way, that means Greg is like well in his sixties then. Mm hmm. He got he got to be either his his late his late sixties or early seventies. Got to be. Yeah. Cause I'm telling the nigga the nigga got uh the the nigga got yeah, all. Yeah, Greg is sixty three. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, he's sixty three, and I, he ain't ugly, but he look like he um he do look like he got hypertension and mm. and, and high cholesterol and shit. Osteoporosis. 
Because that nigga was on there asking for sweets and shit. So you know he an old diabetic. Mm-hmm. The sugars. Oh, they're like rich dollars. Yeah, he got the sugars and shit. So, I mean, uh, I hope Greg is feeling better or whatever. But Nene was like, I one thing I really, how can I say this? I understand why, but I kind of don't like it because in the reality TV show, I feel like this one you should get some vulnerable moments from people when they going through real shit. And like, we only see them cutting up and being passionate when they fighting and arguing. But some shit happened with her husband and she just was kind of like shrugging it off because she ain't want to show her hand. I kind of, I didn't like that, but I get why. But yeah. that would have been nice to see a vulnerable moment from Nene. Yeah, because she, usually she always just so tough and just kind of out there would have been, would almost like made a human. You know what I mean? Have a real okay. human moment, but you know. Nene, like, y'all ain't getting nothing from the cameras. I already fucked up enough before we did the season. Even. <laughs> so. um, I feel like Candy wines on every show. Every, every show, because I find I caught up on the escape on the escape show, and she whined there, she whined on here. She probably whining as we speak now. Ain't, cameras ain't even rolling. She probably like, whined. It's time, like, Candy, you too old to be whining all the time. It's time to put on your big girl panties. I just right. realized how much of a whiner you truly are. You've been whining all season on this on this escape show. You've been whining all season on Housewives and the old lady gang and this, that, and the third. Like, you just be goddamn whining. Why you always whining? Why you always whining? Ooh, you complaining. Stop all that complaining. Like, seriously. Like, do something about it or shut up. That's right. like, that's my advice to you. Because And the shit you whine about do not even be life-threatening. You just be whining. And then, and then, like, we had so many underlying issues with escape and... And I don't know what's going on with OLG. And it's so sick of, like, Jesus Christ, Candy. Candy definitely a let me speak to your manager ass type of woman. She definitely is. Who talked tough any other time until it's time to actually get tough. Right. The one time she talked tough and was whining and I uh, felt her was at the reunion when Phaedra and, Can- and uh, not Candy, uh, Phaedra and Portia did that <laughs> shit. Other than that. Even then, I wouldn't have been whining. I would have went in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I would have came to the reunion and some sweats and sneakers because <laughs> you would have like I would have laid hands on what one of them would have got to made an example out of. You, you I, I would not have walked away from that situation quietly. You would have came. You would have came to the reunion dressed like Jackie Christie did on that boat, ready to fight. Yeah, I would have <laughs> came, came in my bandana and some sweats because I would have put hands on Portia or Phaedra. It would have been one of the two, but the, the, nobody. It wouldn't have been no walking away with somebody unscathed during that reunion. I I I, I can't find a lie. I, I agree. Uh, I think that's it for real housewives. Though. That, yeah, I think that's it for housewives of Atlanta. Let's get those the dry one out the way. Let's get on over to love and hip hop. Um. <laughs> so James R is is a super lame. I thought we had hit uh peak lame levels with Cisco. But he ain't got shit on James R. James, yeah, he, he 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 in the lane Hall of Fame right now with a bullet. Yeah, like it, like two to three episodes in, you have solidified your position as a whole ass flame. That's got to be real. First of all, that girl ain't want no parts of you, Sophie the body or whatever her name is. She was not trying to fuck you. She was there doing your video shoot as a favor because you asked her, and you gonna spend it like she was trying to fuck you. 
Like you know, he spent everything. Like well, first of all, the nigga talking third person. That's that's that's. I mean, let's he was just telling the kid James boy, what the fuck well, is you talking about? Well, you are a grown ass man calling your referring to yourself in third person, talking about the kid James. If you don't sit your moccasin color ass down some goddamn well, looking like a goddamn butter colored Timberland. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis will be proud of that one. <laughs> that's a Curtis, that's a Curtis description right there. You're doing amazing, Candy. <laughs> Just sick of him already. Like you, like that is fucked up to try to fuck over somebody's name like that when they wasn't giving you that type of attention. And then just threw Mariah Lynn all the way under the goddamn bus. Just just talking about her like she went, she ain't shit. Just a real cornball. Like you a whole goofy ass nigga. He a, you, he is a whole he is a hotel meme in human form. Yeah, piss colored piece of shit. Correct. Some weak tea where the tea ain't steep long enough in the water. Right, he's like an old a old Waffle House waffle. Yeah, you do. You look uh, like toast that wasn't toasted long enough. Right, like you look undone and unwanted, right. undesirable, and you lame and you lie. You a whole you a whole last no. It's gonna be a no for me. Okay? Yeah, eat some no. And I don't even like Mariah Lynn, but she made the right decision walking away from that corny ass. Kid. That is correct. That is correct. Could have just kept fucking with Cisco. I don't, right for this. <laughs> right, and that's uh, and again, like how how you outlame Cisco and only two what two three episodes? Yeah, that is a record. That's a record. Like nigga, you like it's it's like he it's like he if he like if Madden if if Madden was a game of lame, he playing on easy mode right now and he breaking all the records. Yep. So that's that. Uh, yeah, that's so, that trash can ass nigga. So, so uh, Dream Doll and this was that Dream Doll and Sophie. Yep. Fighting when Bre- when Breeda broke was trying to confide in both of them and these motherfuckers. Got, well, well, really, Dream Doll started it honestly. She definitely did. Let me tell you what we not going to do. You're not going to sit down at a table with me and take the top off your drink like you ready for action. No, no, you're not. No, no, you're not at all. No. I'm they said that kind of part. I hear that. Not now, not ever. Like, the thing that a lot of these bitches don't understand, even Bree dumbass, if you come at somebody confrontational, you come at somebody like you want to smoke, and they give it to you, don't cry. Don't take your top off like you about to fling your drink at me, bitch, because I'm flinging your mom first and then we throwing hands. That's correct. Uh, cause, so yeah, cause, cause, Dream Doll for this one. Because uh, Breeder Broke definitely did that with Bianca. Definitely. She came got, and, take, got, and got uh, hands yeah, and feet put on her. That is correct. Uh, Dream Doll wasn't wrong in this situation. Well, mm, she, 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 did, she popped it off. She definitely did. But at the same time, like you say, Sophie Sophie came at her to like both of them came in confrontational. But Dream Dog reason for not liking Sophie is really weird to me. Cause Sophie and Safari used to fuck around. Like that's the that's her reason for not liking Sophie. Yeah, cause I was about to say the other cause cause I knew I yeah, I know that's cause like she said in her confessionals like uh they yeah, so far as X X hole or thought or whatever, cause you know whatever these little birds be saying. And I'm like, but what that got to do with I huh? huh? What that got to do with this situation with Bree? Like what I'm, it was a whole no on that on that front. Like having uh-huh. having beef with a woman over a nigga that she not fucking no more because she done moved on and she in a whole other relationship herself. That is weirdo shit. 
and you should feel like a weirdo when I just said the shit out loud. You got beef with a woman who used to mess with the dude you messing with now, but that woman has moved on and she's in a completely different relationship herself, but you don't like her because she used to fuck with the nigga you messing with now. When you say it out loud, it makes no sense whatsoever. goddamn it. It, it just, it sounds like true idiot behavior. Right. It sounds, it sounds, it sounds like AV in Twitter. Yeah. It sounds like crunchy weed Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely de- de- <laughs> definitely I make Hennessy from scratch Twitter. Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely I come Skittles for my man Twitter. Right, definitely wing, definitely wing dollar on Twitter. <coughs> yep, it's definitely them. So that that's stupid to me. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? So I am really conflicted by Nice. Um, first of all. I feel like Jonathan had a very valid point. You running around telling people about my sex life or who I'm messing with is really trash on your part. Agreed. You don't have a right to spill the beans on my sex life. And what was creepy was after it was explained, James said NIE sat with her with sat with his fucking family and started talking about an orgy they participated in. Bitch, what? Right, like, are you okay? No, the fuck you not. That is fucking creepy, and that is definitely some hater shit. And like yeah. James said, because um, James looks like he's some type of Spanish or Hispanic or something like that. Um, so I'm pretty sure that the same issues with homophobia run rapid in those in those minority communities as well. And he was he was like, you know, it's hard enough for me to come out to my family without somebody bringing up my personal sex life to my family. Right. And at first, I was like, not that I was, um, not that I, not that I was calling him a liar. I just was like, whoa, this is a lot. And then Anna East was just basically like, she, she pretty much confronted. She was like, yeah, I said it, and I'm like, what, huh? So I did some digging on Anna East because I wanted to understand who she was and why she was important enough to end up on a reality TV show. And so what I found out was. Anais won um, an American Idol type competition in Mexico, mm. and she um, forgive me if it was in Mexico, but it was another country where she won an American Idol type competition. She had a record deal. Um, I do think she even had some really big success in Latin music, and then she makes fu- she fucked herself over with her attitude. And again, and makes I- sense. So now we get this person that's on Love and Hip Hop doing the most. Right. Oh. As it stands, I'm really not a fan of NIEs. Um, I feel like, like I said, I feel like they're trying to make her the next Cardi B on the show. But the thing is, like, she's not likable. At all. And I, and I know that Cardi has had her moments where she said some questionable shit, some foul shit. Um, especially when the shit happened with Swift and Swift's girlfriend, and you was like, yo, Cardi, you definitely in the wrong. Yeah. But Anais is just, she kind of treats everybody like shit. Even yeah. James was saying when he worked for her as her Jonathan. makeup artist, she treated him like shit all the time. Jonathan, but yeah. Yeah, Jonathan, not James, sorry. Uh, Jonathan said Anais treated him like shit when he worked for her. Right, like, and that's your friend. Makeup artist. And she had him carrying her bags and shit and doing all kind of, you know, because she knew that he was trying to get solidified in the industry. So she kind of treated him like dog shit. So I'm not really um, a fan. 
Right, and not only it, it would be bad enough that you tweeting anybody like that, but then on, your friend on top of that, like, are you okay? No, the fuck you not. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I like Cardi. Cardi has her moments and her problems, sure enough, but she is likable. You know what I mean? She has redeeming redeemable qualities about her. Anna East has none of that. No, she doesn't. Not not at all. And Mona, Mona, if you happen to come across this podcast, Mona, sis, beloved. Dearest, stop trying to make fetch happen with Anais. We see it; it's not working. Issa, no. We see what yeah. you're trying to do with her. It is a hell no. Yeah, it's a no. Thank you for me. No, thank no. you. Thank you, but no, thank you. We appreciate the offer, but that's okay. We'll pass. Um, it's a no. It is a definite no. It's a no. It's so a no. Uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, talk, speaking of a no, uh, so so Lil Mo, <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, so I what day I text y'all in the group chat when I sent y'all the, the um, Lil Mo and her husband was on couples court, yeah, yeah, that was Monday or Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah, so I, so at work in the break room, I saw. I just happened to go in the break room, and it was, <laughs> and it was on, a, a, I, I guess, a relatively new show, uh, Couples Court, and it was Celebrity Couples Court, and Lil Mo and her um, husband with the um, with, with the creator player Brett uh, Cornrows, uh, Carl, they was on there, and I had at first I was like, uh, wait, who? Wait, I know this ain't is this Lil Mo. And uh, and sure enough, because you could tell by first of all, why Lil Mo talk so aggressive all the time? She is. I'm not a fan. I I can't hide it for whatever reason. I'm just not. I think for <laughs> days, I'm just not a little Mo fan. Um, and so the one thing that <clears throat> is absolutely true about social media is that you really have to use discernment as a celebrity on what you choose to engage on social media. Correct. Because the age of social media is all about bloggers and gossipers and tabloids and TMZs and Wendy Williams trying to get their clicks, trying to get their coin. And they will run off with a story even without uh, palatable evidence of that story being true. So there's sometimes when stuff is absolutely true. There's sometimes stuff. Sometimes when stuff is completely false. And then there's times where shit is just blown out of proportion for the sake of getting some buzz generated through through your name and your website. So that being said, Little Mo said that it's been said on on the social media for years and blogs that her hus- husband was cheating on her, and the girl said she had text messages and this that, and the third. But I don't think we ever seen those text messages, have we? Um, I don't believe so, no. And I definitely believe those text messages would have been would have resurfaced once Little Mo and her husband was said to be on Love and Hip Hop. So it's speculation and rumors that her husband has possibly cheated on her. Um, she has absolutely no evidence. All that she knows is that some, a couple blogs have said it. She asked her husband to take a lie detector test because the blog said that they shouldn't. Social media says she shouldn't believe him when he says that he's not cheating. Yes, and I think they I think he did the test on celebrities couple court as well, but I I didn't uh my break was over so I couldn't stay around for the results. Oh shit. So but I will I will do my best to try to find that episode and watch it. Cause I do think they did the test and I will uh report back when we record next week. 
Yeah, so my thing is like, if you to the point where you asking for lie detectors tests, then that just says everything that you need to know to me. If I don't have any reason to believe you cheating other than social media said your husband cheating, girl, and if you don't believe him, you crazy. If you don't believe it, you crazy. I mean, that's not really enough to be asking somebody that you took vows with to take a lie detector test. That nigga said, "Hey, that nigga, hey, he did. He pulled a classic nigga line. though. It was like, if we don't have trust, then what do we have? <laughs> That's a classic nigga line. I ain't saying he did it. I ain't saying he did do it, but that is a classic. That is a classic nigga line for he might be high some shit. <laughs> that nigga said, if that nigga said, if we, if if I can't trust you and you can't trust me, then what do we have?" <laughs> <laughs> After his wife asked him for a lot of test, <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, definitely. Also, also speaking of hilarious, um, limo, uh, beloved, these wigs. What are you doing? What are you like? Are you cosplaying as Katana from Mortal Kombat? Like, what are you doing? I just somebody let me know. In the words of Drew, uh, in the words of uh, DMX, somebody let me know. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I have not found out yet. Uh, so uh, I guess this is the other big thing. Then we can get to the to to the to, to the real MVP, uh, Black Ink Chicago. So uh, <laughs> so uh, Yandy and her bundles rolled up on Judy and her gums. Getting <clears throat> oysters fed to her by a nigga that uh, still look old as shit, but probably younger than her. Right. Which you take with that information what you will. Uh, <laughs> hey Judy, hey Judy, dead ass was like, "What the fuck, Yandy?" <laughs> hey, you, hey, you, hey, I, you know what, Yandy? It is chickens coming home to roost, like we have said before, of Yandy allowing and using Judy to go at I men or uh, DC's other baby mamas in the league of extraordinary baby mamas, as you say. It is chicken coming home. Chickens coming home to roost. That Judy is all up in Yandy business. With that said, I thought it was absolutely hilarious to me how Yandy just rolled up in there and was just and was and was just so just so just so so just so subtly shady and petty. I did enjoy it. I ain't gonna lie, I did. Yandy was like, "Oh, did you know that she um that she's married?" I was like, "Ooh." It's about time Yanda had some balls because she be getting played damn near every every episode and every season. It's about time she threw a little bit of pity back. Finally, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it definitely is. And uh, Judy said that they've been divorced for six years. And Yandy, like, how come ain't nobody know you divorced then, Judy? <laughs> right. Last Thanksgiving, me and your husband was at the table while he was carving a turkey, honey. Right. He was and like, Judy, yo, listen, Judy running a lot of games. And that woman is still very much married and don't know shit about her life. Hey, you know how she got her little young cat daddy and she just getting her rocks off. Mm, hey, you know how uh you know how uh that running joke about how uh, niggas on Twitter be hiding their wives and shit? Judy definitely hiding her husband. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Judy hiding her husband while in some some young younger cat daddy's DMs like hey big head. Exactly. Judy getting all the all the meat pops. Mm-hmm. Judy, hey, Judy. more hey. meat. Are hey. <laughs> we have the meats? Exactly. Hey, she like, hey, you want Netflix and chill? 
that little young cat daddy ain't let Yandy stop him. That nigga said, my woman hungry. I got to feed her. Right, feed some fucking oysters and shit. <laughs> That's the they was finna get nasty, freak nasty. You heard me? I'm telling you, they were finna, you know, you know they were finna watch some vintage porn with, uh, and, and got that with some goddamn Androzy music playing in the background. They look like they watch porn where it don't be no sheets on the bed. That's the best kind, though. Right. <laughs> that hood porn.
Yeah, she was giving all the shade. Yes, correct. Uh, when Nikki in her right frame of mind, which is rare as fuck, when Nikki in her right frame of mind, she okay. Yeah, I agree. So, while we're talking about Charmaine, Charmaine, you a whole weirdo, and I'm about to tell you why. Talk to him. You have become the queen of, of no side chicks. What are you messing with stuff for? Oh, you mad? You mad because mommy won't let you have stuff? You mad mommy won't let you have stuff that you're not supposed to have? You want to fight about it? You mommy won't let you have a remote. You got 8,000 toys, but you want the remote to eat. Yeah, do you want to fight about it? <laughs> Is you done? You got yourself together? Oh, okay. Oh, now you want to give mommy a kiss? All right. <clears throat> but no, how you how you an advocate against side chicks when you was dying side chick? And the only reason you stopped being his side chick is because Ashley found out. Well, like I know that we have long left Charmaine and Don behind because even after Charmaine and Don, Don had that baby on Ashley, so we kind of forgot that Don was uh that Charmaine was Don's side chick and willingly so. Mm-hmm. Um, but Charmaine, sis, beloved, have all of the goddamn nerve, and not only, and what's even weirder is that Charmaine tries to hang out at personal events for Don and Ashley. Like, she was at the gender reveal. Why are you at this gender reveal? That is very, very weird. Like, I ain't saying you got to just be like, uh, like, fuck Don and shit. I meant, well, you already did in the past, but that's neither here nor there. But, because I know y'all work together and stuff, and like, you know, now mad family and all that shit. I get it, but nigga, why the fuck would you be at goddamn I think that's the first event, at least this season, well, other than the trip, the couple trip or whatever, that I think that Charmaine has either tried to include Donna Ashley or been to something very personal for Donna Ashley. Yeah. And it's like, why? It, it is. It, it's literally like, why? <laughs> like, you was, at one point this time, you was this man's lover and secretary working every day of the week part-time. And what? <laughs> What are you doing, Charmaine? Was going, like, at one point, you was going to this woman, woman to woman, every time you seen her, to try to tell her you was fucking Don. Hello, now, brother. This is Shirley. Right. And so, I just am not... Um, Charmaine is trash to me. She Charmaine, is a, you are truly trash. Truly. <laughs> she yeah. is a, she's a goddamn goofy. She unprofessional. And then, like, for all the shit you talking, you couldn't even be good at the one line you had. Talking about what make room, everybody, a star is coming through. Bitch, where? <laughs> like a busted, where? a busted tail, like. Show me the star. Where? Where the star at? Ain't no, ain't no damn star. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's all I got to say about Charmaine. But then, since we here, let's talk about Ashley and Don and how they the worst married couple of the year. Yeah. So, uh, so, 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 I mean, let's just get the elephant out of the room. So, it was leaked that Don is cheating on Ashley and they, the, the tape is out. Uh, so, and, uh, go ahead. I, it's actually a little bit, it's a little bit worse than that. Don 
uploaded the video of him cheating on Ashley to his Snapchat. Jesus on, Christ. On accident. Which is why it's no speculation about it being Don because it came directly from his Snapchat. From the horse's mouth. Yes. And in the video, so how it happened was first Don, you see Don like in the club. Like, so it's his face because he taking a selfie, a video in the club and shit. Woo, turn up, whoopie woo. And then it just abruptly switched to a woman on her knees with her hands handcuffed behind her back, sucking dick. And then it go back to Don in the club partying or some shit. Like, I got the video downloaded. Uh, we try not to upload that kind of stuff on the Ratchet Ramblings timeline. Uh, but if you need it, we could DM it to you if you really want to see it. But uh, we we rather not deal and in, in putting that on our timeline. We try to keep it as, as uh, PG as possible with certain things. Correct. I mean, we 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 are a podcast, a podcast called Ratchet Ramblings. We, we try to have some some form of decorum. Yeah, just a little bit. But we damn you the shit if you want to see it, though. Right, we got it for the low. It's right. fine. Uh, and because the shit look first, lit. Yeah, shit look very lit. Shit look like something you should try. But uh, at first, I was like, "Damn, Don, I was ruined for you." But then I was just like, "Ashley gives me really abusive vibes," and so I'm not necessarily outraged he cheated on her, and I'm still kind of team Don. I'm sorry. Ashley is a terrible person. Like how terrible you got to be for a nigga to cheat on for a nigga to cheat on you, and you just go. I mean, shit. I mean, I I guess I don't know what to tell you, fam. Like you, goddamn, basically. You know how you know how horrible you got to be for you to get cheated on. Somebody be like, I mean, shit happens sometimes. Sometimes you just slip and fall on some pussy. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, too much fun because I just Ashley's attitude is trash. Truly trash. The theme of this episode. Truly trash. Truly trash. She, they had the gender reveal party. She had it in her mind and heart that it was a girl. It was revealed that it was a boy. She started crying and stormed out. Through a whole ass tantrum. In the middle of a gender reveal party. Let me tell you something. Just popping balloons and everything. Just crying. Just throwing shit. Throwing a pen. Everything. Let me, let me, so... If you really got your heart set on a certain sex of baby, a gender reveal party is not for you. Like, if in your heart, deep in your heart, you like, this a girl, I want a girl, it better be a girl. And don't have no gender reveal party. I feel like gender reveal parties are for couples who don't care if it's a boy or a girl. They just excited to see if it's a boy or a girl. Yeah. But it don't matter one way or another. Right. Gender, gender reveal parties not for people who got their heart set on one gender over another. Yeah. And so that little tantrum, I was embarrassed for her. When I see other gender reveal videos where the where one of the people like has a meltdown because it's not the gender they want they wanted, I cringe honestly because I didn't care if London was a boy or a girl. I just wanted a healthy baby. That's it. Yeah, I mean that's all that really mattered to us was a healthy a healthy baby, boy or girl. Did not matter. Yeah, it do not matter as long as the baby healthy. I mean, I know on the on on social media, like we mostly operate on Twitter, like gender people get very defensive about gender reveals and shit, and I don't get it. But shit like that is very weird. I don't know how you can really defend that kind of shit. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it at all. Like I was just kind of like, this is making me cringe. Right, it's very, very uncomfortable. Very, very uncomfortable. It was, and then after all of that, 
Don bought Ashley like a Mercedes uh, crossover vehicle, you know, to accommodate for the new baby and stuff. And watching it, I truly believe he got her that because he cheating on her. <laughs> right. Oh, that like, wasn't no that wasn't no push gift. That was a hush gift. I think um who because I think I um uh, did I live tweet on Wednesday or did you did? I think I did. No, nah, you live tweeted. I was like, look, that was probably yeah. I was like, I tweeted for the show face. I was like, that's probably the truck that Don pro- probably got his dick sucked in that truck right before he bought it. <laughs> bought it for. Yeah, more than likely. So I was just like, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Ashley is I, once again Curtis and his infinite, infinite foresight and 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 hot takes and wisdom and to call her fake ass Phaedra Parks because I'll be damned. Yeah, she definitely is. She smart water Phaedra Parks. Yep. So um, that's on that. So uh, I listen, listen, listen. Don't nobody in that goddamn shop respect Ryan at the same time. Part of that is Ryan's fault, at least in this, in this situation with this fallout from uh Guns McGee. So let let's like we just gotta dive into it. So yeah. Ryan broke his arm or fractured his arm. He got a cast on, and he said that was the reason he wasn't coming in the shop because he couldn't tattoo. That you more than an artist in that goddamn shop, Ryan. You the owner, the whole ass owner. Now Mag is your shop. Your so, name on it. Even if you can't tattoo, you should have your ass in the shop running the day to day. Right. That was just a convenient excuse, nigga. You and that really convenient excuse, and it's really embarrassing to see a a black business owner um be so unprofessional. Uh, yeah, yeah, and lackadaisical in how they run their shop. Right. He just like the fact of the matter is, if you leave motherfuckers to fend for themselves. You really can't have an attitude about how they fend for themselves. And and the one thing that pissed me off and always going to piss me off is when Van has a good point because always and forever fuck Van. But I agree. If Ryan not in the shop tattooing and he's not making no money, somebody else should have been in that shop to fill the void that Ryan um, wasn't filling at that point in time. I feel like that's very true. If Ryan had had his ass there, he could have brought somebody in temporarily other than cat, but since you wasn't there to run your business and oversee the day to day going on, they brought cat back into the shop. And the fact of the matter is, cat is a very fucking competent tattoo artist. Actually, one of the best on the show. Up until last season, cat was one of my favorite people on the show. Up until last, been, up until last season, she was one of my favorite people. And last season showed me that cat is like the she is the professional victim. Everything is. Everything that happens to her is everybody else's fault. Nothing is ever her fault. Even the stuff that happened with her and four, everything is always everybody else's fault. No never accountability cat. whatsoever. Never Cat's fault. You know, even because um, <clears throat> remember when four, four and Cat messed around, mm-hmm. and when Cat start acting funny towards four, um, four mess start messing with Nikki. Cat had it in her mind last season that Ford was messing with her and Nikki at the same time even though Ford said he wasn't and Nikki confirmed that he wasn't messing with her while he was messing with Kat because Nikki knew about Ford and Kat and then that's she when Nikki put going, them balls on her she kept going kept shit going and Nikki beat her up mm-hmm. and then yeah. and this is my issue with Kat as well and then after messing with Ford after tongue kissing Danielle 
you went and slept with Ryan. I I truly don't understand constantly shitting where you eat. I don't understand sleeping with people's friends, man or woman. If you if if you sleep with me, why would you try and go sleep with my friend next? Just recycling genitals. Correct. So this whole thing with like the whole the whole thing with cat to me was avoidable if cat would have used some common sense, honestly. Even if Ryan came to her like, you know, I've been feeling you a little bit because I'm going to be honest and forgive any of my male listeners out here. And I mean, no harm, but a lot of men are trash to the point where they'll say whatever they think they need to say to fuck you. And so in that sense, I find Ryan to be trash because I don't truly believe Ryan had these deep romantic feelings for Kat like he like she said he did. I believe Ryan wanted to fuck because she had fucked some other people in the shop and he was bored and he just, he needed to get his dick wet. And so for that, I, I do believe Ryan is trash because he said what he thought he needed to say to Kat to get in Kat's panties. And he just saying, Kat, I want to fuck you. Right. And he didn't tell Kat that he had got back with Rachel. He did not tell Kat he got back with Rachel. So I, so on my timeline, when the show aired, I felt like I may have came across like a, a Ryan fan or apologist because I, I gave my truth about Kat. But let me say this. Ryan is trash, and Ryan is trash for a few reasons. One, he lied to Rachel because apparently Rachel asked him had he and Kat ever messed around, and he said no. Which was a lie. Which was a lie. And it was a pointless lie because him and Rachel wasn't together when him and Kat was fucking all summer. Right. So it should have been no big deal to say, yeah, we fucked around, but that shit dead now. Two, like you said, I feel like he lied to Kat to fuck her. He did not tell Kat he got back with Rachel. She had to find out through the grapevine. Mm-hmm. And he assumed that he could just put Kat back as a friend after, <laughs> after, crossing they that line. All, after they fucked all summer. Yeah. You trash for that, homie. You don't get to make that decision. Because if you would have went to Kat and been like, Kat, I do care about you. I do like you. I enjoyed this time we spent this summer. But I am still in love with Rachel. And I'm we're getting back together. And I don't want to hurt you. <clears throat> I mean, we could always be friends. And she probably was to say, ain't no friend shit. I don't want to be friends. I'm good. And then and you, you, you just got to let those cookies fall where they may because you made that choice to cross exactly, that line. Exactly. And then you should have left her to fuck alone. But you feeling like she could go, y'all could go back to being what it once was. Like this girl don't have no fucking feelings. You is trash for that, Ryan. You super trash. <clears throat> right. But cat. Right. That but but cat. Listen she, here. She has been performing like she is going for she is going for the for the Oscars because nigga. Cat and this Galilee of gums got me fucked up. <laughs> Galilee of gums. <laughs> if you don't think I can't see through your performative bullshit, cat, let me tell you something. I know for I think it came out uh maybe for love and hip hop, but these people are only getting paid per episode that they appear on. Not They don't get paid regardless for how many episodes in the season. They only get paid for the episodes that they appear in. Right? Right. <clears throat> when Kat went to LA, we saw Kat tattoo one time. We saw Van call Kat the one time. And we saw Kat when Danielle crashed Kat's... Uh, date and shit by showing up out the blue. So that's three times. Then mm-hmm. we saw Kat 
at the uh when she came yeah. back at the van Astro tour and she set up the the cabin thing to heal nine mag and shit. Correct. That's that was four episodes. At that point, Black Ink had been on had been on what like eight nine episodes by then. Yeah, like eight. So, Cat <clears throat> wasn't getting no checks by not being with nine mag. And we saw the same thing happen with Black Ink New York when Puma and Sassy left Ink One Four Five or whatever the shit Ink Ink whatever that one is the one that's in Harlem or whatever. All right. We saw Puma and Sassy for like maybe three or four more episodes, and then they just disappeared completely off the show. And I think it's just the way the contract is set up for whoever owned the original shop that. If somebody leave a shop and try to start their own shop, they're not gonna get the same airtime as the original shop. Cat mm-hmm. wasn't getting no checks. Cat's tattoo shop out there wasn't booming. The rent went up. Relationship was falling apart. Price of the brick went up. Yeah, Cat needed a storyline to enter her way back into Nine Mag, <clears throat> and she found it. And I was just trying to figure out. So again, Ryan not coming in around his shop. Van and hired Cat back in the shop for like, oh no, baby, what is you doing? Can I briefly can I briefly touch on that? Because you went on a tangent and and I, I won't let you cook and I don't disagree with anything you said. Uh when you said that uh and I agree, like Ryan Ryan, it was convenient about Ryan's armor shit where it's like, nigga, you, everybody, well, anybody with sense know you and Ducky, you were trying to get back, Rachel. You was like, fuck this shit. I need my woman back. So that's that's one thing. The second thing yeah. is when you not there, you let you, you you let the craziness happen, like you said. And then especially knowing that your shop is full of crazy, unprofessional motherfuckers. Correct. And then to also to your point, you were saying like if Ryan had someone competent there, you dragged her earlier, but that's supposed to be Charmaine because she's supposed to be the assistant shop manager. But it's Charmaine. Yeah, she's supposed to be the shop manager. Oh, she, well, is, the, my, she is the manager. Baby. And Danielle is the secretary, is like the front desk person. The receptionist. Yeah. Yeah. So when you have two, when you have two of the messiest motherfuckers and two of the uh, most unprofessional motherfuckers doing being in um uh, authoritative um administration administrative positions, that's what you happen when you. That's what happens when you're not there. Everything goes to shit and chaos. I just wanted to throw that in there real quick. Continue. No, no, you're absolutely right. Because a competent shop manager would have called Ryan like, hey. Uh, how you feel about bringing in a guest artist until you back in the shop full time and your arm healed up? Right. Because we losing out on money because you're not here. Right. And and also, you know, he was the only, he the only one that paying damn rent in that motherfucker. Exactly. So, so before yeah, that, that shit was bothersome to me. But then Ryan finally make his way into the shop because Ford called him and was like, these motherfuckers and hired Cat back, bro. <laughs> and he said, it, he said it just like that. He was like, oh, it's finna be some shit, Ryan. They don't yep. fuck. <laughs> yep. It was like, you know what it was? It was like, like uh, when you're, when, uh, when, you're, when, you, when you and your siblings done did something, done did something to get a whooping and your mama called y'all in there and you like, oh, shit, here we go. Exactly how four sounded. Yep. So so Ryan get to the shop. And this is another thing. All the people in Nine Man talk hella cash shit to Ryan. But then when the motherfucker come around, they don't say shit. Or they wait till somebody they look around like, you gonna say something? You gonna say something? No, I ain't gonna say something. You gonna say something? <laughs> so the other thing that pissed me off is Cat go, 
she trying to call Ryan and straighten shit out. She leaving that nigga voice messages and shit. She 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 like we the need. The part oh. that really pisses me off about Cat is <clears throat> you are making an issue about being somebody's summer flame. She, that, I think that's what's bothering me. It's not the fact that it's it's definitely the fact that you are making this like Ryan has been fucking you the whole time he's been with Rachel. Correct. And the fact of the matter is that's just not the case. And so Ryan get in the shop and they get to argue. First of all, Ryan told her, why is you here? No, you, know, look, you, you don't belong here. No, the coldest lie I heard in a while. He's like, this is not a home for you. Nigga. Yeah, that nigga told her, this ain't a home for you. Nigga, bitch, I, nigga, I was fucking screaming. That was, I had to pause the, my damn street. That was the coldest lie I heard somebody say in a good little minute. This is not. Yeah. He said it so casually, like it, he's like, "This is not a home for you." I like niggas. <laughs> this is why. This why I feel like this part of the reason why I feel like Cat Lion because if you look at the way Ryan has been reacting, it's he reacting like a nigga who don't have nothing to hide. He don't care. Right. But every time Ryan like, "Why are you here?" Like, I don't fuck with you. Like Cat fucking loses it. And that's because Kat is in love with Ryan. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like that's the big issue that we, like, ha- haven't really talked about. Kat is in love with Ryan. Ryan doesn't care about Kat. Her feelings are hurt. Kat feel like she should be where Rachel is. <clears throat> yeah, she do. Kat, Kat feelings hurt. Because there is no... Like you said, she, at, at best, they were a summer fling when both of them were single. Like, Ryan wasn't with Rachel... Both of them were single. They had a summer fling. There is no possible way that you are this you are this pressed for this man to acknowledge that you were you were saving all your guns for him. There is no way you are this pressed to be acknowledged as 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 guns McGee by a man that's got back with the mother of his children. There is no way unless you are in love with him or you just want some money because rent due or whatever. Whatever it is, you are too pressed to be just acknowledged as some guns. That, like, there's no way, cat. Like, it, it does not make sense. And to your point, I see you brought, bring this up a bunch of times. If if Ryan was trying to make you his side piece, where the text messages? Where the receipts? I, I don't listen, think that. I, I, don't, I don't think I, that's too. Go ahead. I'm I sorry. Wholeheart, I wholeheartedly agree. The other part is. <clears throat> She's reacting too badly. Like she goes off. She's she's reacting really hurt. She and she you know what it is? She goes full Nikki. And somebody was like on, on Twitter, um, one of my followers was like, Well, um, you would react that way too if somebody was lying on you in the shop and this, that, and the third. And I had to I had to tell them why is it the shop's business <clears throat> who Ryan is fucking? Right. When did a part of professional courtesy become knowing where this man is sticking his dick. Correct. Because like, listen, <laughs> listen, I don't even, I don't even like talking to my coworkers. Let alone knowing what they doing when we get off the clock and with their own business. Like what? That don't Correct. even make sense. But I blame that on Ryan because again, as an owner for so many years, Ryan has allowed them to bring their personal issues into the shop. Mm-hmm. And so now there's no boundaries amongst each other. When the Charmaine and Don shit happened, uh, Ashley was coming in the shop trying to fight Charmaine. When the uh, four and the cousin happened, Nikki fighting the cousin in the shop. 
That wig still is lost somewhere. Exactly. Nikki and 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 uh Ashley yeah. and, no. and and Vans girl and Jen showing up at work retreats and shit, fighting. Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. never Ryan has never made boundaries exist in that shop, so now there are none, period. Right. Even with him trying to make some yeah, there are none. Yeah, so Cat going to the rampage like when you was in my pussy all every day <clears throat> all summer, when I sucked your dick that one time and Ryan like Okay, bitch, you sucked my dick and we had sex all summer while I was single. Which is again, again, I don't it doesn't make sense. Y'all both were single. He wasn't with Rachel. He got back with Rachel after that. He didn't tell you that's what he ignored you. And he started right. taking your calls and shit. Like right, and we have a, go ahead, I'm sorry. Honest, yeah, like be I want Kat to be honest and just say why she really mad. I'm mad because I gave you my pussy and I sucked your dick. And you stopped calling me. Then I found out you was back with your baby mama. Yes. That's what I wanted to be honest about. Because that's what this is about. Yeah. Because even, even, and the other part is, this is how I know that Kat is in love with Ryan. You couldn't pay me to go tattoo in a shop where motherfucker treated me like shit. Right. That's the other thing that don't make sense. Nigga, I don't, the, the whole shop don't talk about me. You don't talk about me. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a home here. You, you don't call me a liar. You don't ignore me. You don't mistreated me. Why the fuck would I want to work here? That don't even make sense. And, and, and what's crazy was, did you peep that little shade van through? He was like, okay, now can everybody stop fucking cat, please? Right. Right. It was like, like it was subtle, but still, like, well, not maybe not so subtle. But you. Like, that's how those people see you. Right. And then in the preview we get, she finna be fucking Lily or kissing on Lily, which, first of all, ew. But yeah. <laughs> that's gums a must. And like, ugh, ugh. Anyway, but Kat just, Kat, Kat like, <laughs> I believe Kat is in love with Ryan. Like you and Curtis said, I think she want to be anywhere where Ryan is. And she just is mad. She 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 did what she did with Ryan, and she mad that the nigga don't ain't ain't fucking with it no more. And that's just the black ass by the line, because otherwise none of this shit makes sense. Yeah, at all, <clears throat> it doesn't. So, and on top of all of that, after all that woman to woman shit, cat did Rachel took Ryan back. Well, <clears throat> I did love I did love how it looked like. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the one thing I wanted to say real quick is that hardly ever does going to somebody woman to woman yield the results you think they should. Yeah. Like, if a woman wants to be with a man, she gonna be with him. You coming to her woman to woman is not gonna change that. The other part is, I still don't believe that um, Ryan and Kat fucked. Right. We have been consistent on this. They were probably en route to fucking in the cabin, but Charmaine came in. We have been consistent on that. Exactly. At best, we believe that Kat has Cushion lines dick with the finest of gum work, far as fucking go. At that cabin, they were all probably most most likely about to fuck. Because Ryan even said, "My dick coming out is coming out." But then Charmaine came in and they stopped. Correct. Right, which is even also weird because at the in in that episode, Cat was like, Cat was worried as shit. Like, you think somebody gonna tell or whatever? And Ryan was like, "Shit, nothing happened, so it's cool." Now all of a sudden, it don't went from a whole one eighty to like you up in this nigga face yelling and calling him a bitch ass, pussy ass nigga and all that shit. Like, what? Yeah, just doing four much. Right, hilarious four much. Yes, right. Plaque build up is probably what it is. All them good ones. Just, gingivitis. Ginger, gingivitis. <laughs> Oh, but I think um, is there anything else that we needed to touch on? 
No. Oh, yeah. When people were saying, like, Ryan began ran out the shop, here's the thing. I'm going to tell, like, so I I truly believe that Ryan has a really uh, disgusting temper once he gets to that point. Because if yeah. you notice, a lot of the times, even when it's confrontation, Ryan still managed to keep his cool. And when, with people like that, <clears throat> they learn to keep their cool because once they there, they there. Ain't no coming back from it. Yeah. So when Cat was getting in Ryan's face and shit, he had a good point. He like, if I was jumping in her face like this, y'all would be pulling me back and shit, telling me to get out of her face. He like, I'm not about to sit up here and let no woman jump in my face and think she about to talk to me crazy in my face. He like, I'll just excuse myself from the situation. Right. Because the fact of the matter is, is when somebody temper gets to that point, you don't know what they're capable of. So the fact that Ryan has enough sense and maturity <clears throat> to excuse himself from a situation when he feel himself about to take off, to me, I'm with the shit. Ain't no reason for you to stay in the shop so Kat could be in your face trying to put her hands on you and shit. Yeah. Because she was really, like, she was at that point, like, she was in this nigga's face. Looked like she was about to put her hands on him. Yeah, she really did. She really she did. did. She did. Yeah. That one security guard did follow her, but even still, like, the fact that she even looked like she was about to put, a, put her hands on the nigga, and everybody else just, after all that shit they don't talk, everybody else just sitting back there, just, just quiet as a, as a whole in church. Exactly. So next week looks like it's going to get real, real interesting. Van and Ryan going to fight. Yeah, Van and Ryan going to come to blows. It looked like. we. You can never know. Sometimes they edit the shit to fool you. But it's yeah. definitely going to be some smoke because Ryan, <clears throat> Ryan is going to fire Cat next week. So that'll be interesting. That's Charmaine is going to propose to her boyfriend. Mm. Like a whole weirdo. <laughs> <clears throat> and Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I, speaking of that, speaking of that, I'm I'm glad you corrected me because um uh, when I tweeted for the show page, cause when her boyfriend was was like half fake consoling her, then when his boys came over, cause I I had tweeted for the show page. I'm like, Charmaine don't let a nick this nigga invite people over to her house, but you corrected me, and uh, cause I I forgot that they live together, so they do like, live together. Yeah, I forgot about that. Matter of fact, I think that's his apartment. And Charmaine and she moved, moved in. Me, she moved in. Okay. Because remember, yeah, Charmaine was a homeless. That. She was a homeless mommy last season. Oh yeah, that's true. Which which and Ryan helped her out last last season. Correct. Which is, uh, girl, uh, I do not like Charmaine. <laughs> I don't care for Charmaine at all. But next <laughs> next episode, she's gonna be proposing to her boyfriend. Van and Ryan gonna get into it. <clears throat> Cat and Lily gonna be French kissing. So Cat doesn't learn. Nope. And it's creepy because let me so let me say this. Even if I wasn't married, I don't want to fuck any of my coworkers. I don't want to mix I don't want to mix that business with pleasure. So the fact mm-hmm. that Kat has screwed for screwed Ryan, kissed Danielle, kissed Van, um about to kiss Lily. About to kiss Lily and be making out and doing whatever. I don't get it. She's not smart. It's not. I feel like it don't even have nothing to do with her being smart. She wants to be loved so badly. Yeah, she she wants love so badly. She just will accept affection from anybody at this point. Is how it appears to be. So next week gonna be an interesting show as usual. It seems like Black Ink gonna deliver the theater for us. Theater, like they've been doing. So hey, we need to put that on a t-shirt. Hey, we really do. We need to put that on the t-shirt, then niggas on the timeline going to turn on us. 
I was gonna say we could get into married with to medicine, but we will we will discuss married to medicine next week. Yes, I will uh, say I I have caught up. Um, uh, Curtis and Candace gave me the weekend, and I did catch up, and we will say that for next week. But I gotta say, Doctor Heavenly Girl, what the hell is wrong with you? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Doctor Heavenly is really obnoxious. Like, really. And listen, listen. Like, yeah, she's like this. So we'll say that for next week, though. We're gonna um, say that for next week. Next week, we're gonna have a guest on. They're gonna be making a podcast debut. Um, it's gonna be none other than my husband. He's gonna come on the show and yes. give us his hot takes because <clears throat> I have dragged him into watching watching this. As a matter of fact, he's calling now. Hey, babe, we're gonna have you on the podcast next weekend. Okay. So he he ready to give us his hot takes. So. Yeah, next week we'll talk about uh, marriage boot camp. We will. It'll be a lengthy show, but I think you'll enjoy it because we'll talk about marriage boot camp, talk about married to medicine, uh, Black Ink, uh, Housewives of Atlanta, <clears throat> love mm-hmm. and hip hop. Okay, so, I gotta catch up on Black Ink. Okay, but yeah, so that's what we got for you guys next week, and yeah, I think that's it. Uh, before we get out, I do have a review for to uh, read. <clears throat> okay. Uh, like, uh, thank you all f- uh, for everybody that takes time out to leave us reviews and stuff. However, you listen to your uh, podcast, and uh, we have one um, on iTunes, a new one, and it is from uh, T in LA, and it is titled Southern Magic, five stars. I love y'all. Southern black folks are magical. I'm from South Florida, living in LA. Y'all feel like my family on a Memorial Day cookout. Listening to y'all is like having a slice of sweet potato pie in, in the ne- sweet potato pie the next morning. Thank you all for getting me through LA traffic. Yes, please review Merit's Medicine. Also, are y'all only interested in reviewing ratchet things? Listen, let me tell you something. Me and Candace will, to, in order to provide y'all with the theater, we will, if it's on our docket, we will if y'all request it, we will watch it and give y'all these jokes. Because that's what we're here to do, is you give y'all these jokes. So, if if it's entertaining, if we like it, we shall review it. We shall. And we will give y'all these hot takes. And we will All give them. y'all these jokes. And that's thank you. Fun. Thank you, TNLA, for the review. Correct. So, oh, before we go, who Drea from Basketball Wives. Oh, I saw this. I didn't get the details, but I saw a little bit of this on the timeline when I... Drea, formerly from Basketball Wives, uh, I don't know, uh, fiance to Orlando Scandrick. Yeah. Uh, Drea Instagrammed her Thanksgiving meal preparation. She Snapchatted, I mean. And, you know, Drea fine is all outdoors. Correct. And I see how she keep her figure. She can't cook. At all. Can't fucking cook. Terrible. Can't cook. She, you know what? She might have made that damn uh, Ryan <laughs> made that damn trash bag turkey. She, no, that wasn't her. Drea <laughs> marinated her turkey in champagne and baked it. And, and look, it sounds luxurious, but anybody who is anybody who knows a little bit about anything about cooking knows that um, champagnes are often dry. Mm-hmm. Champagnes are either really dry or really sweet. There's very little in between with champagnes. Um, turkey is dry. Turkeys, poultries are typically dry. You marinated a dry meat in a dry beverage and then baked it. And it, it looked terrible. When people use champagne in cooking, they often use it in sauces, glazes, things like that, icings, you know, 
they use it in that in that form or fashion. But as a as a marinade, no, 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 no. And if, and if it didn't have no, if she didn't season it, she didn't do nothing. She just stuffed. She just put some celery and carrots in the turkey and shit, and then roasted it, and it looked sickly. It was like it had a bad day. Her macaroni and cheese, she used bag shredded cheese. It didn't even look like the cheese had melted. And again, anybody who cooks and they and they take the time to learn how to cook the things they like, it's a reason that they tell you to use freshly freshly shredded and grated cheeses because bag cheese that's been pre-shredded, it's coated in like cellulose and starch and other kind of shit to keep it from clumping and molding quickly. And that prevents it from melting the way freshly shredded cheeses melt. Somebody said it looked like her mac and cheese had bones in it. Uh, uh, all right. All right. Yeah. It was it was some of y'all fine, but y'all can't cook. And that's and that's just where we're gonna leave it. And that's uh, leave it. So I wanna make sure to tell everybody to govern their gums accordingly. <laughs> In the damn show. Oh, Okay, all right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye.